0: Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believers Faith Challenge podcast.
1: People to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gonna let me live to pack it until all around the world it's been circulated.
2: Hello everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Today, this is the Believers Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time word. Well, greetings, friends. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Mark Aho here with you. And our brothers are back. Brother Tim Dodd is back from Uganda Brother Michael Ray came back uh, a few days, maybe a week earlier, and they've got a story to tell. They spent time going back and forth through the country, visiting the believers, the churches. So, in this podcast, we're going to dedicate this to a, a missions report. Brother Tim is going to give us his comments. He has recorded comments from a couple of pastors in Uganda that are fascinating to hear. And after that, We're going to hear from Brother Michael Ray, and uh, he has some really interesting things to say as seeing this for the first time. Brother Tim has been there many times, but when you see this awakening and this revival for the first time, it really has an impact, and uh, I think you'll really enjoy hearing Brother Michael's comments at the end of the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, and welcome Brother Tim Dodd.
0: God bless you, Brother Mark, and God bless you to our listeners. It's good to be back in Canada, back in the local assembly, back with the family. It certainly was a uh, blessed trip, the Lord being with us in many different ways and many different aspects, and though the traveling during the COVID restrictions is certainly not the easiest thing in the world as far as what it used to be. But nevertheless, the Lord was with us. We were able to navigate the different controls and specifications and requirements that are necessary under this current uh, regime of control in the world. And we're grateful that the Lord was with us. And so here we are back in Canada. We were in Uganda for a total of uh, three Sundays. At least I was. Brother Michael Ray was with me for the first week and two Sundays. And I can honestly look back and say there wasn't a service that I walked away from and said, you know what, that didn't really go very well. There was something wrong. I can say that each and every service seemed to be signally blessed of the Lord and used of the Lord in a great way. There is much that we could say about the journey from many different aspects, um, whether it be visiting many of the structures that have been erected in the last year or two, or uh, ministering to ministers, ministering to flocks of established believers, ministering to flocks of new believers, Uh, many different ways that the Lord did. We also met with translators and reviewed the progress there. And so we won't go into all of that in this podcast, but I thought it would be nice to highlight a couple of the Sunday services, particularly the second one and the third one and uh, be able to just share with you some of the extraordinary unfolding events there in the country of Uganda. On the second Sunday that we were in Uganda, that would be November the 7th, we were taken to the region of Luero to the church of a Brother Aruna up there. Brother Aruna was a Pentecostal minister. And he and his congregation, or many of his congregation, to be exact, about 380 of them, were baptized just the previous month before I got there. And so these are very, very new believers just becoming established in the Word of God. And Brother Fred Chienghi took us there to be able to minister to them the Word of God. Initially, we were going to have two services there. I was going to take the first one, Brother Michael Ray, the second one, However, it took us four hours to arrive at the church due to the condition of the traffic and the roads, even on a Sunday morning. And so as a result, we combined the two services into one. I had Brother Michael greet the people, and then I ministered the Word of God. It was a hot day, and the sun was shining in through the windows, and I, I wasn't realizing that it was shining on my iPad where I keep my notes. And the iPad overheated about 10 minutes or 15 minutes into the service into the preaching of the Word, but that didn't phase anything. I I just felt so anointed of the Lord that I just carried on and uh, ministered the Word of God, and the Lord just blessed it, giving us power and demonstration to be able to minister amongst those people, and they were moved. In Uganda right now, services are limited to 200 people. However, in this particular service, I think we had a little more than 200 inside and a little more than 200 outside, but the mayor of the town was present, one of the town counselors. There were police officers in attendance, and so we weren't too concerned about any ramifications. The Lord gave us grace in the sight of the people. It was the town councillor that came up to me after the meeting and just so expressing his appreciation. He had not yet seen the message, but the Lord opened his eyes and he told me he'd been a Christian for 20 years, but he had never heard the word preached in that way ever before, and I'm quite sure that that was a correct statement. So, but he made a, an appointment with Brother Fred Gianji to discuss these things, as, as we might say, men and brethren, what must we do? And uh, he was moved very much to uh, turn his heart to the Lord in the light of the hour that we're now living in. While we weren't able to catch the comments of the counselor on video or audio. We were able to have a few words with uh, Brother Aruna, the pastor there, who is a man, as you will see, on fire for the word of God and loves the message of the hour. And so here is Brother Aruna speaking with us, with Brother Fred Chienji, translating
3: to convince those pastors to take this message, Uh, but as per now, some of them uh, they have started breaking away from me. Uh, they don't want this gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, our dear visitors. I am so convinced and concerned about this message. And I love this message. I can't leave it. That's why I was baptized. And those pastors were baptized. And I respect this man of God. He has been a blessing to me. He has done a lot of things to us. And he has has been encouraging me that though they have left you, but they will come back one day. Pastor Chin has done a great work for me. Our dear past visitors, as I told you in the beginning, my heart loves the Church of God. I have a number of churches. I have been standing as a one-person, individual, taking care of those churches. Yet they have been in many. But I thank God. As you have come in, you will pray for us and stand for with us in that problem of judges. The reason of Bible, the problem of Bibles. These people they don't have Bibles. But as you have promised, we are expecting. I want to thank you. here where you are sitting. This is my home. My home. I have one wife and the children. And the rest of the churches, others are in Nakasongora, others in the district. And some of them have come. I'm so glad that for your coming, God bless you. When you go back in America, please keep us in the prayers. Amen. I will also be praying for you. God bless
0: you. Amen. So we were thankful for all that the Lord did there in that area of Luero. The town itself is actually called Kayam Ponlogoma, if I can say that right, which I probably did not. I guess it'd be be Chiam uh, Ponlogomo. Nevertheless, uh, excuse my pronunciation, Uh, Brother Aruna there, he he is a man uh, that is highly influential. He has many churches. That were under his uh, direction. He was called a bishop, a prophet, and uh, we're, they're saying that there are hundreds of churches that were under his direct influence. And I don't know whether that's true or not. Uh, I don't know the details of it. Uh, all I know is that God has got a hold of this man's heart, and he and his people were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, recognizing the truth of scriptural baptism and the truth of the Godhead and as God moves them forward we want to do all that we can to encourage them in this onward journey. On the last Sunday we went back to Luero to a town called Ngogolo and the brother's name is Stuart Kaluli. Brother Stuart is always also an influential man and he was recognizing the truth of the message of the hour uh during the pandemic less than a year ago and his church has been rebaptized and he's been rebaptized and he's just on fire with the word of God it was actually brother stewart who opened the door to the church of uh brother aruna there in the other area of luero and you can see both of these men are are men of God whom are dynamic in their ministries and uh uh, we trust that the Lord will continue to open the Word of God to them. Brother Stewart has a church of about 300, and we ministered there on the last Sunday that we were there in Uganda, and the Lord blessed them in a wonderful way. It's interesting to note that just before we got to Uganda, that the a storm came through and blew part of the roof of his church off. And I heard about it, and Brother Fred had uh told me about it, and I was concerned, and I just felt like it was the devil trying to stop us from ministering there, and I I didn't say anything, but I prayed in my heart, Lord, don't let this service be canceled just because of a roof that has been partially damaged, and so we want to thank God for making a way. We, they put a few tarps up, and we were able to minister there to a little over probably 200 people in attendance Again, the Lord mightily stirred the hearts of the people and affected them, and you'll hear that from Brother Stewart as you listen to him. These are his comments that were recorded directly in conversation with myself after the service, and Brother Fred G and G is translating
3: for him. <laughs> I really
1: thank God
3: for the level lesson you gave us of the scriptures. We really thank God for what you brought to us. I I was close to 30 years worshiping three gods. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit.
1: And I
3: once I used to play prayers, a prayer for God the Father, God the Son, and a prayer for God the Holy Spirit. But I really thank God for Pastor Gene is coming. Uh, when I met him in Seta. He taught us the Bible. And I heard that I was too much lost. For nearly 30 years. I have been worshiping three gods. I accepted the passage in what he was saying through the scriptures mm-hmm. to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus
1: mm-hmm. Christ. Mm-hmm.
3: Because there in Pentecostal churches we were baptized in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost.
1: Mm-hmm. He
3: rebaptized me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I thank him, my editor, mm-hmm. for the truth of the message of Malachi mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And we, he... Did you not fear to come to us here in Uganda? I have been a man of a great
1: yeah,
3: I have been a man of a great uh, titles in Pentecostal Church, making a great crusades, as you see these things here.
1: Bishop I
3: was called a bishop, yeah. as you can see, Bishop Stuart yeah. I had like 11 churches yeah. and when, when I, I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. some of the churches went away from me, yeah. but now they are coming back. Yeah. 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 But in all, yeah. I thank God for Pastor Chiinji. Yeah. The man can preach the gospel. Yeah. He has given us the Bible, those who did have the Bibles. And again, those who have been stranded, he has helped, has helped them with churches. He is a caring man.
1: He has
3: showed us a parental heart to us. And for me, I trust him fully with all my life to be uh, my spiritual guide, uh, uh, my spiritual uh, uh, I, not a father. I don't okay. want that word, word. That word. he's called it a spiritual father, but I call it uh, uh, a mentor. 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 Yes, mentor. Uh-huh. that's the word which I've been lost. My spiritual
1: mentor. <laughs> and
3: ever since I entered into this truth. Uganda. We, as here in Uganda, he has done a great work. And the pastors are proud of him for this gospel of the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has preached it so much here in Uganda. And even when the Bible comes, I am seeing it as a mentor. my mentor.
1: And I have started some churches. <laughs> I move him and I take
3: him to those churches to preach to them and those churches are now being coming with this message. This has been our headquarter in Pentecostal church. But we also gave it to him to be the mentor of this headquarter. And whenever I see him, I, got, I brought down before his hand because he is my great mentor. And this gospel that I entered into in
1: we are really
3: thanking that we are seeing you people, our elders, coming
1: in
3: for the help you we are supporting with Pastor Chiindi. And he uses it right it was. He is a good man. And I really thank God. I will never shame you people
1: because
3: even my mentor knows that with all my heart I decided to take this message. And this church, you see. We, we don't welcome any person who believes in the three gods. He and I tested them when he was here in Jesus. He like we worship one God. Amen. Amen. And that is the Lord Jesus he Christ. He and that's why I accepted he to be rebaptized in he him. And I always tell my pastor he I will never shame you to go he back to the Pentecost he he. I have seen a great
1: storm. He Ever since I entered this message he I have been passage it, but I have stood, and
3: my people, leaders, we are now are say, those former leaders are saying what it, in which things the, he entered into a carrot, but I know the Lord Jesus Christ is God, we have got problems, and we have stood, stood with my pastor, Ozan. and we if we say if, if Whichever small thing he has, we also share with him. Even the small little money when he gets it.
1: At the time
3: was he takes he shares it with him and we eat
1: it. You see my vehicle there? It's not really a new car. But at
3: times when he gets a breakdown, I call him and he helps me. In my life, I see that this man is a real man. There is a true man of God. So we thank you, Brother Tim, for your coming. We will not let you let it down. I am more than determined to preach this message of the Lord Jesus
1: Christ. No, recently,
3: the storm came and put off my my roof. Church, and they spoke a lot of things. Uh,
1: recently, was worshiping few, three gods. But now the court, God is on it. God is
3: beating him down. But for me, I'm standing. I will never go back in all we have a lot of things but we really thank God thank you for loving us thank
1: you for teaching us the gospel I am
3: a man man who starts schools but I've seen ever since the schools were closed that God is providing brother team God may bless you and the pastor, may God bless you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Your name is again. I'm called the Stewart.
0: God bless you, Brother Stewart. A couple of questions. How many people are now worshiping here at your church?
3: They are like 150 now. Okay.
0: How many were they before you came to the message?
3: They were like 100 went away. Now we stay. We are like 250.
1: Okay.
3: Now yes. it's 250 or was? Now it's 150. The 100 went away.
0: And how many churches were under your leadership before you came to the
3: message? There we are, 11 churches. 11 churches.
0: And there's been many churches in this area affected. I've been watching... You, Brother Stuart, these last
3: few meetings, and
0: I can see that you love the Word of God. So God bless you abundantly. As much as you say you're faithful to the message, we are faithful to the message.
3: And we
0: are brothers in Jesus
3: Christ.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, it's going to take about $6,000 to repair Brother Stewart's roof. And uh, I think if we're able to raise those funds, it would be a good thing for him and for the church there. So we just trust the Lord to make a way. Brother Michael Ray was with us for a week of this journey, and, and this is his first overseas journey. And so I thought that uh, it would be good to have a few words from him. Uh, it's always good to see the impressions of those that have never been there before and what God is doing in the country and of what is happening over there. Sometimes when you hear about an awakening such as the one that is happening in Uganda, it seems almost too extraordinary to be real. But it's real, and uh, God is doing tremendous things, so... Welcome, Brother Michael, and we're glad to have you with us on the podcast today.
4: Good afternoon, Brother Tim. It's a pleasure to be able to join you on the podcast today. We did indeed have an incredible and wonderful experience being able to travel to Uganda. And as we've mentioned, we're just thankful that you gave us the opportunity to do that. I always find it a life stirring and changing experience to be able to travel and be with believers in different parts of the world to see their challenges and where they're living in their day-to-day and how they're overcoming their challenges and the battles they face in their part of the world and and so it just uh, was an incredible time and and so thankful that we're able to be a part of that why don't you just share with us some of your thoughts
0: about what's happening there in Uganda? I know you've heard about these things as I've traveled back and forth and given the missions report to the local church, but now uh, you've heard, I could say you've heard with your ears, but now you have seen. And so uh, you can let the people know your impressions of what God is doing and the reality of the move of God in the country of Uganda.
4: Indeed, we have heard much over these last few years uh, through the different missions reports that uh, you've brought, Brother Tim, and the pictures and the different things we've been able to see over the course of time here since, you know, 2018 or so, and, uh, you know, just rejoicing in what the Lord has been doing over in Uganda, but uh, like you say, it's a, very much a different experience when you're you're hearing it and you're maybe seeing some photos compared to when you actually can you know get on the ground and you know see it firsthand from the from the trench level and uh, that you know as we mentioned in uh, service you know to to take in the breadth of it is it is indeed overwhelming as you're seeing not just the the highlights of the, you know, the many hundreds and and thousands of baptisms that have transpired. But when you get to, you know, really get into the the trench of it, you're seeing the the enormity of the challenge that the brothers have there. Between you know, quite a cycle. They've got believers that have been believers for for years, and then now they have new believers that have just been baptized. Now they have uh, ones that are wanting to be baptized and are are you know coming out of denominations. There's those that are still in denominations and is challenging them on certain doctrines and you know mostly the Godhead Trinity. And then you know just unbelievers that are seeing you know the stirring around the churches and then they're coming to coming to see. And so you've got all these. Wide range of different angles and and uh, support that each is needing in their different needs of the people and just trying to trying to manage that uh, is just an incredible task uh, that is on the brothers and uh, brother Stephen and brother Freddie and many of the the support brothers I won't even begin to name just because there's so many it's just an incredible team of of pastors and ministers that are supporting each other as as they you know work through. the the challenge of it. And, and so it is, it is enormous. Uh, It's incredible. Uh, And, you know, to the, to God be the glory, great things he is doing. And, uh, and so Lord lead uh, the brothers and you better Tim and many around the world that have been supporting it. They, they need the support uh, for, for what God is doing. It's just um, something that we're so grateful that we can be a part of as we've seen it from the photos and the videos and to, to be able to be in the remote regions and just take it in and see that they're able to worship uh, under, a, you know, from, from being outside, maybe cast out of their, of their congregation and, and being able to now provide them a place um, and uh, worship and a building they can be into. It, it's just been incredible to see. I
0: know you've seen the hardships of the people there, particularly as it relates to travel and the roads and the remoteness of some of the churches and which means the remoteness of some of the people. And uh, so just before we let you go, why don't you just share with us uh, what it's like to be in Uganda?
4: Well, traveling overseas always is uh, an adventure as uh, each country always has a bit of a different environment of course and uh, structure in in talking road work and 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 travel on the transportation aspect uh my what an adventure that is Um, and so yes we had quite quite the the tour of the country so to speak and to me uh, just what an opportunity to be able to actually travel and um, obviously by car to the the remote areas of the country uh, what seemed like we were going in times uh, I remember it in the car on our Sunday ride of about four plus hours and I remember you saying to our driver you know uh, where are you taking us because it sure felt like we were in the middle of nowhere and surely you know there's it is impossible to have, you know, a group of people, you know, where we're going down these extremely rough, ex, you know, extremely remote uh, paths, almost, we would say, maybe even a goat trail in some, some instances, but uh, here, sure enough, you know, four hours down the road, we, we come out to an area and here's a uh, you know, a church and a, and a building and, and, uh, and homes and, and here were you know close to 450, 500 people that had been gathering for the for that second Sunday service, and, uh, and so it's it what an experience that was, and you can really learn to appreciate as you know, we were mentioning just the the enormity of of the move of God and the challenges the brothers have in trying to reach and access these places that are. On extremely rugged terrain and uh, you know impassable without really even four wheel drive in some situations, many situations, and and just the the wear that it takes even on the vehicles and and it, it seems pretty um, you know very non spiritual as maybe we would say as um, you know just trying to get somewhere, but uh, how vital how vital it is to, to be able to uh, keep the brothers supported, the new pastors supported in, in, as they've come out of a denominational church and, and maybe have nowhere to go or they're, you know, just many questions they have. And so the, the brothers are, are, are having to transverse the country uh, into far areas and, uh, and very difficult and tiring and journeys. And as I even mentioned on on uh, the last service, just how humbling it, it it was that you know they didn't even really they don't even bat an eye at it, uh, you know it's just part of the work of the Lord and and uh, you know what they're able to do and they're driving three and four hours one way after they drop us off at our our accommodations and heading back home and they're just dealing with with traffic and and such that we've never dealt with in you know our Western world. And so Lord just pour in the, the strength and the, and the continual drive and passion for, for the people there as they, you know, those are the, these are the day to day difficulties that they go through that you don't really, uh, really understand until you, to you see it firsthand. Thank you, brother Michael. And, uh, that wraps up our podcast for
0: today. I think that, uh, The people can catch the importance of the work that's being done there, the translation work, the outreach work. Many baptisms are being done, and we support these brothers uh, with uh, funds to be able to get out and baptize the people. There are hundreds, even thousands, that are waiting to be baptized still in some of these areas. Some of these new pastors, like you heard from Brother Stewart and Brother Aruna today, Uh, These are men that are influential, and other churches are coming into the message because of their testimony. And these churches need baptisms, and Brother Fred, Brother Stephen, the other brothers that work with them are not uh, wealthy men, and so we help them where we can to get out, do the baptisms, and serve God in that way. Our part is to support. God has put us in connection with these brothers. We're going to be doing in the next year a lot more printing for the people in the Lugandan language, and there's other works to be done, which we'll talk about later. But for now, God bless you. Thank you for listening, and may the Lord just use this podcast to bring a great blessing in your life. Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully
2: dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter fill in your name and email address and click sign up in this email report you will receive reports of the works of God in China in Africa in South America in India Europe all over the world we also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year complete with photographs reports and testimonies from all over the world the newsletter is free just request it and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org That's info at bible-believers.org Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington 98231 That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Aho. Thank you for being with us today, and be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast.